Hi, I'm Hopper. I'm the sexy dad who you love to see do a meme dance. Hi, I'm Winona Ryder. I'm the crazy, sexy, damaged goods mom. And I'm Samwise Gamgees. And I'm in the wrong movie. Everybody's really sad that I died. Dude, spoilers. Oh, shit. I guess we gotta move on then. Hello and welcome to Stranger Things. Hello and welcome to Fight for the Eleven. Fight for eleven. Fight for flat. Flat. Yeah. Welcome to Ego Fighters, <laughs> the number one Ego fan cast. What's new in Egos? What's new in Ego? Uh, say, Lego my Ego. What's new? It's trending on Twitter. I, I I can't wait for the Stranger Things podcast, the fan podcast, Egos and Nosebleeds. It's probably <laughs> all right. All right, coming soon from Hey I Made That Industries, Egos and Nosebleeds. The Stranger Things fan cast? Yeah. Did you see that Fed Wolfhard said leave us alone? <laughs> Did do, you see that? Do 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 boy, do boy, do boy. <laughs> I just think that every week it would just be like, hey, uh, the music's really good. Hey. <laughs> So here's my problem. Do you think that that's his real hair on Steve? So this this will show you not only my how slightly behind the times my taste in media is, but also how kind of warped my music is. Um, I could not tell if it was Stranger Things for a minute um, or if we were back to doing uh, Only God Forgives. Only I'm God like, Forgives or like, Blade Runner or, or Blade Drive. Any movie where Ryan Gosling Those are all the same movie. Well, no, okay, you know what? Yes, but listen, they're the best kind of movie because Ryan Gosling is a violent misanthrope who can only express himself through physical uh, physical uh, violence. So, uh, Isn't it weird that Blade Runner basically ends the same way Drive does with Ryan Gosling just bleeding on the no, pavement? No, 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 it ends the same way Drive does where he had a fight with someone in a car on a beach as the tide came in and nearly died and then died in a car died looking up at the sun at the end of the movie also he was two weirdos that didn't have names and he was the most handsome person in both universes I'm beginning to see a pattern here Colin well I mean Ryan Gosling is the most handsome person in this universe this is true and number two is he also doesn't have a name his uh his his uh, Kazuchika Okada is a uh, Ewan McGregor. Wait, what? His Kazuchika. Wait, who is? Because Okada's number two to Naito. Na- well, but I. Oh wait, I'm just trying to figure out who's the most handsome. Oh, by this logic, who's the most handsome New Japan star? Who's the most handsome? Yeah, I mean Okada is a good looking man. Yeah, 
I mean, were you going to say Naito? Because I don't think it's Naito. Naito is not the good looking He's man. very greasy. Uh, Ishii's a good looking boy. Ishii is exactly my... T- it was. It was. It used to be Tanahashi. Let's be honest. It used to be Tanahashi, and then he got that bad mom cut. Well... But when the hair comes back, he'll be back. He it's fine. always, always, always looked like a lesbian, though. Yeah, but this was... Like, I'm into long-haired lesbians. It's different. Now it's just, like, way too much like a soccer mom. Yeah. It's not just, like a uh, foxy mom. Now it's just like way too down. I'm too down to business to have my hair long. So like I'm kind of intimidated by her and also Tanahashi by extension. Yeah, I can't I, I, I can't deal with the soccer mom deal. Yeah. Um, it's like, I don't know. I'm 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 paranoid. I saw I, I saw this joke on Twitter. I'm going to fucking steal it, but I'm going to still say that I saw it on Twitter so that I So you you yeah. you can no. cite it without actually having to cite it. Yeah, like I I saw it on Twitter. I didn't come up with it. I'm I'm not clever or original. But fucking where they were talking about like if um uh if you see somebody's name trending on Twitter, just hope that they're dead. Yeah. Not a molester. <laughs> That's yeah. So you stole it and also did not really do it right. It was a Trevor. Yeah. It was a Trevor Noah gag. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh it was, yeah. It was on. It was, it was on, on the Daily Show. Daily show. show. Yeah. All right. That show that's still on. Oh yeah. Oh, I that, forgot that. That that's, guy. Oh, that dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought that he was a molester. I mean, he was trending. Yeah. I mean, it's just like Trevor Noah. Well, I mean, Tom Hanks and John Stewart and Trevor Noah are trending in the Dear God, please. Don't don't let them be. I could count one diddling of them. people. If you had to pick one of those three, if I had to pick one of those three that could be yeah. a diddler, yeah. What kind of diddler are we talking? About? I don't know a diddler. <laughs> a diddler on okay. the roof. One of them sounds crazy. One, one of them. One of them. <laughs> one of them. Here's a second. One of them diddles uh, children. One of them diddles. Defenseless old people, and the other diddles. One of them diddles on a boat <laughs> with a rope on a coat in a coat with a goat. <laughs> Colin, if you had to fuck, marry, or kill Tom Hanks, John Stewart, or Trevor Noah, okay, so you marry Tom Hanks, okay, you fuck Trevor Noah, okay, so John Stewart, I'm sorry, okay, if you had to make a human centipede out of Tom Hanks. <laughs> John Seward and Trevor Noah. So, uh... How many millions of dollars do you make in a film franchise doing that? Question. Oh. For Human Centipede, who has the... Who has the good deal? Who has the bad deal in this? I think it depends on how much you enjoy getting your ass ate out. Okay, so... The front guy obviously has it best. And that's usually got to be the funny Japanese guy, which I think is how that movie went. It was yes. the it was the the tourist. Yes, it was the it was the Japanese tourist who's like, "Oh, this is gonna be a rot." <laughs> it was really bad. It was really terrible. That was actually see. Uh, we come back from that actual clip from that movie that someone actually made. That was not actually Colin just doing a terrible accent. <laughs> no, I just spliced in the clip from that movie. Ooh, this is going to be a rot. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's usually the funny Japanese guy. So we'll have Tom Hanks up front, and we'll just tape his eyes. <laughs> 
Oh, so he's born too? No, no. I'm I mean... cutting this off. This is done. <laughs> this is fight forever. We're supposed to be a show about wrestling and fight sports and comedy, but uh, we're punchy because we haven't done this in a month because Colin, uh, I'm Zach, by the way, that's Colin. Uh, he's Hi. been busy. Well, yeah, I've he's been... been he's been he's been in the the cast for uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, the he's been, regional premiere. He's been playing uh, the title role. He's been the hunch. I've been Notre Dame. <laughs> is what I've been. <laughs> he's climbed onto another actor's back. <laughs> They've had to carry him around. Yes. Um. While you deliver no, cartoon uh, moral moral lessons in a fun high pitched cartoon no, voice, I'm playing. I'm playing Jason Alexander. I am playing the character Jason Alexander. Yeah, playing the character as Jason made Alexander. famous by as Victor Hugo. By playing a statue in Victor Hugo's Hunchback of Notre a Dame. A statue is playing Jason Alexander in real life. <laughs> so now I want, by the way, like because I, I see the patterns now in Victor Hugo's novels, where it's like, uh, so somebody's locked away for years. Yeah, and then they pop. They pop up. They're super strong. They're <laughs> You know they're 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 like this ultimate you know yeah like, muscle like, monsters yeah but they're also they're also really good at politics yeah um and then in the end they have uh they have some huge uh, denouement of you know justice and love and peace and then uh, there's some mysterious uh, thing around their death like for Jean Valjean it's uh. You know, Cosette and Marius get married, and then he says, To love another person is to see the face of God. That's my Colm Wilkinson impression. And and then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, like, they, they say in the novel, like, uh, he, there's an unmarked grave just outside of Paris. <laughs> dead man's hill. Next to the old man hill. Perkins there's place. An old, there's an old grave that always has a flower over it. And, like, they they say that, like, it... And then, uh... There's... In, in Hunchback, it's like, uh, he fucking throws uh, Frollo off the tower, and then he's, like, cuddling with Esmeralda, and then they they say the end, and they found a skeleton near Notre Dame that one had a necklace on it and the other one had a curved spine and when they tried to separate the two skeletons the one with the curved spine crumbled to dust. So I have a question: Esmeralda dies in this? Yes, Esmeralda dies. I don't remember. I just saw the Disney one. Dude, she dies in the Disney one. I just said I don't remember it. She inhales, like, too much smoke after being tied oh, to a yeah, fire. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. So here's my... Um, so, so speaking of Ryan Gosling movies, did they just do The Notebook? Is that what it was? She died and then he died too? Yes. Because that's, like, lame. He died of a broken heart. But what I'm trying to say is... He died of scoliosis. Wrestling's uh, Victor Hugo novel is Kane. Obviously, Kane. This is. I mean, this is true. He's very big and handsome, and politics, and will die a horrible, mysterious death. Yes. Well, and I mean, he's he's super strong. He's been imprisoned all of his life. He he had a weird caretaker in Paul Bearer. Oh my hunchback! Oh my Jean Valjean! <laughs> For some reason, Paul Bearer is Javert. Javert, just just do Javert. Sing all of Javert's songs in a Paul Bearer voice. 
stars in their multitude. I'm already more interested oh. in this show. <laughs> if you yeah. just make it a wrestling it's, psychodrama. It's way better than Russell Crowe. I can say that. Good. All right. So it's a show about wrestling, in case you couldn't already tell. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, and, you know, it's just... It was, listen, if, if there's something we love more than watching wrestling, and believe me, I love a lot of things more than I love watching WWE right now. It's pod fading. But we're back here to kind of touch in touch touch reach out and touch faith, touch you. But in a totally appropriate sort of way. We do not want to wind up trending on Twitter like basically everyone we used to love in the 90s and early 2000s. Um but yeah, so we're to what talking UFC 217, some Survivor series. Just general kind of newsy news around the WWE. We'll probably talk a little bit about power struggle and uh, the haps, the haps in uh, New Japan, and uh, I don't know. We'll see. Absolutely. I mean, there's there, there's a whole lot happening in the world. Uh, where 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 do we want to go first on this journey? I, I need you to. I need that super accessible, really great Cone Wilkinson impersonation again. Yeah, I mean, because everybody's gonna know. Because everyone in this room appreciates that joke. I mean, why are we doing this when we could be doing this about musicals and Stranger Things? Let's just do Egos and Nosebleeds. We basically have done an episode of Egos and Nosebleeds. <laughs> Already. <laughs> With uh, the amount of wrestling we've talked about. So, uh, what the fuck has happened? Um, so, we've, we've been on kind of a roller coaster ride, still keeping it near to the ground on wrestling okay. news. Uh, so, so there, there, there was a whole thing of like no- a will they, won't they with... Uh, with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, like, when are they finally going to kiss? Well, Sammy Owens and Sammy Owens got married. Sammy Officially, Owens got it's married. Sammy and Kevin Owens. Kevin and Sammy. Kevin and Sammy. As I call them, my <laughs> OTP. Uh, Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns died. Um, mm. Kurt Angle, Triple H, and Samojo oh, joined fuck. the Shield. We never talked about the mumps. Now, the mumps. I feel like, dude, because, like, we thought it was, uh, we, we heard the rumor that it was viral meningitis. Which, like, holy fuck, I was like, what if Roman Reigns dies? Booker of the Year, Viral Meningitis. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Wrestling Observer Awards. Yeah. But, I mean, it helped. And, uh... But, no, it was the mumps, which, isn't that, like, a gross, sh- like, isn't that a gross shower disease? Isn't that one of those? Uh, no, it's, it's just viral. It's like, uh, it's like getting, it's, I mean, it's pretty fucking serious if you get it when you're an adult. Yeah, uh, it's like getting um, it's like getting chicken pox. Uh, yeah, that's bad. It's not a gross shower disease. It's just like you get the mumps, and like you're fucking like it's it's pretty fucked up. Like your face swells and it looks like you got fucking elephantitis. You know what my issue with the mumps is? What? It does not sound serious. It doesn't no because you say the word the mumps and I'm figuring like. It's like a mid sixties children's band. Like it's guys in animal suits playing well, guitars. It's the fucking banana splits. It, it, it can or fuck the, you up pretty bad if you're an adult. Yeah, well, the Smurfs can fuck you up too. But no, one's... I can. I but yeah, I, I, I can see like the oh, the monkeys, the, the monkeys rival band, uh, the mumps, the mumps. <laughs> oh, girl. You're my mump, girl. My mumps. My lovely lady mumps. I don't know why I'm doing that voice because it's not very uh six. It's very um, nineties. Uh, it's very one eighty two. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's very. Uh, I hate this town and I love my dad. <laughs> like, 
which is also kind of about as rebellious as the 1960s got. So. I wear tube socks and I play in a band. <laughs> that almost rhymed with dad. Good job, Mumps. <laughs> it's close. It's um it's Johnny Mumps and his amazing ragtime band. <laughs> ragtime band. We have an ironic name. <laughs> they're, like a, they're the Sergeant Peppers. They just they picked the, they just started drawing words out of the dictionary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> so the mumps killed Bray Wyatt. The mumps killed Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt. In a passion. And uh what this means is uh Bray Wyatt is He's about been, to get released. Yeah. And Roman Reigns is about to go to WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> nothing changed. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Um no, I mean the what as of this recording Reigns is supposed to be back um because for Survivor Series it went from the Shield I don't understand why they split Dean and Seth off from Roman anyways in the initial plans like it seems like all the changes they've made for Survivor Series were like good changes they should have made in the first place like we have the Shield the most like over trio that this that this company's had for a little while but we also have this other trio on the other brand, and this is supposed to be the interpromotional brand match, so I don't understand yes. why we didn't just make the Shield fight the New Day in the first place, you know? So, Shield versus New Day, uh, the title switch, which we'll get to in a moment, but yep. just acknowledging the existence of that. Styles Lesnar. And then uh, there, there was another last-minute change that happened, wasn't there? Uh, well, the SmackDown team got completely rewritten. Oh, yeah, that. So... Rewroten, that's right. Rewroten. So, um, the, we're 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 still getting back into the gears here, people. Um, this is uh one of those moments where I just kind of realized, like, oh hey, like the writing team just decided to stop doing bath salts. <laughs> you and... know what changed? They fired Jimmy Jacobs. <sighs> Was he? I mean, just no. It was a joke. Yeah, but I mean, I'm 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 trying to figure out legitimately what happened to make them go. Oh wait, everything that we're doing, uh, sucked. I they have some internal metrics, and it was like no one is actually intrigued at the idea of Jinder Lesnar, because I've been listening to a lot of another great podcast, WrestleNomics. Good job, boys. I'll give you that free plug. Very valuable free plug from your friends at Fight Forever. Yeah, all 12 of our listeners go go over there. That's not your fault, listeners. That's our fault. We're glad we're glad to have you, and Colin's very sorry for being a jerk. Um, uh, the thing is, is that, sure, India is the biggest part of their worldwide, worldwide growth. Like, India is makes up a monstrous percentage of what they're considered their future prospects could possibly be. The health of this company still very seriously relies on U.S. and Europe being happy. And mm. um, with the audience they have left, basically, they've had to make some changes. And if rumors are to believe, at least Paul Heyman is smart enough to realize, mm, let's, mm, you know... Mm, I'm Paul Heyman. Let's get that guy with the funny voice out of here and the other guy with the funny voice. Zach, trying to do a bad Paul Heyman impersonation. 
Apparently, Heyman asked to have Styles for the Survivor Series, which makes sense. And, I mean, it also makes sense in that it's... Oh. But it seems like that's just a thing of a top-down change on a lot of the different... A lot of things on the card. I just don't see how they didn't see this, like... How in the fuck is, is... This is a rhetorical question. I already know the answer to this, but, like, is Vince McMahon's ego really that fucked to think that he can just take a jobber out of nowhere who who is who hasn't won a match who up to the point his of his entire fucking career basically um you know that dude has not won a single fucking match in so long and they're going to immediately give him the belt within 3 matches and he had no prior merch, no prior real yeah. promotion or marketing. They just went, oh, you're buff now. Well, they always sort of wanted to do something with Jinder because I remember Jinder when he first debuted in his first run on SmackDown where he had a turban and he put it in a box before the match. That was his heat getting thing. I don't know, when he was Kali's second cousin or something. Um, They, yes, yes. Yes, the answer is yes. His ego is I fucked up. Um, also, like he thought that that was going to be like, be, he'll he'll be the face of the brand now. Well, here's the problem: I he, Vince is applying his methods and um, uh, logic to, from that has worked f- from the mid '80s onward to today, and it is not the same audience that it was in the '80s. You could probably get away with this in the '80s. And even to the 90s at some because point. Because they didn't, the villains didn't hold the title for six months. And there wasn't also, like, they weren't demanding fucking, you know, 500 hours out of you a week. That's the thing. The only people left watching wrestling are diehard fans who will watch everything, but believe in a certain ownership and will be very vocal and want different things out of wrestling than casual fans do. So you can't antagonize them in the same way. It's like... It's like um it, it 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 makes sense to put the belt on the iron sheik who always loses because back in the day because boo we foreigners and we weren't watching this or even if we were watching it you every had an week, hour a week right you had saturday night's main event maybe right. you had superstars every other week i don't know right and i mean that was probably it or probably not even that probably like once every three months there was a pay-per-view that you saw uh um, depend which depending on which time of the year or which year you're talking about yes but right wrestling and was the, so much there was so much less wrestling and there were so many other things demanding people's time and attention but we are so, at a point now where there's too much wrestling and too many other things to do right besides so, watch wrestling i've got this weird fucking like now when I tune in, I have to deal with this, you know, champ that has been the fucking champion. Six months. Yeah, for six goddamn months. It was one thing when it's like, this guy's going to hold the belt for three months, but I'm like, not. This isn't a weekly thing. This is like, a, yeah. he won the belt, oh, three months later, ooh, he's going to get it from Hulk Hogan. And then he does. Hulk Hogan, yeah. Old Hulky Hulk. Gonna, I mean, it's... Gonna diddle him up good in that ring. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vince. Vince, you're talking to yourself here. I've got it. You know what people hate? Sexual assault. <laughs> Give him the diddler. 
<laughs> All right, Aiden English. The singer thing isn't working. You look like the type. You're going to team up with Nakamura, and you're going to be the kid diddlers. <laughs> the ultimate heel gimmick. You'll be the creepy weirdo, and he'll be the foreign one. It's perfect. We're going to get Stephanie pregnant, and then you're we're going to do an angle where you rip the baby out of the womb and diddle it. Colin, <laughs> do you know what this week's marked the anniversary of? What? Snitsky punting a baby doll into the audience. Oh my! This was God. the this they need year. To bring back Gene Snitsky. This year was a ten year anniversary of that. Oh, one of the best angles in wrestling. That is one of my formative wrestling <laughs> memories. Is Gene Snitsky causing it a fucking miscarriage? Oh but, god, this sport's terrible. But you know what I think about more and more and more now with that moment, like because. I, I, I sat there and I thought to myself the other day, I was like, man, it really wasn't his fault. That man was just put in an unwinnable situation. <laughs> he really was. It was just really not fair to Gene. It Has anyone wasn't ever... his fault. I mean, he came out, He he's expecting a legitimate, straightforward competition, and then civilians get in the ring. And she fell with her delicate constitution. It was very bad. Yeah, in her in her condition, in her state, she should not be anywhere near an athletic performance. Precisely, it wasn't his fault. You know what? Thinking, looking back on that, remind what I realized looking back on that whole thing, basically Lita from that point onwards. Holy shit! They never really respected her. Never. She had the worst fucking story. It's so weird that like she'll pop in now. I, I, I don't know why she isn't just saying fuck you to everything. I feel like we all need to do it. I think we need to get her into an arena and everyone needs to just chant "We're sorry" for like ten straight minutes for all to the time. To her and Trish. To her, to her and Trish, but really a lot of Lita because a lot a of that lot was of we gave her shit for. I don't know. Having... Trish had to run around and strip down her bra and panties and fucking bark like a dog. Okay, no one aired Trish Stratus's private sexual laundry and like called her a slut for months That's on end true. in public arena. That's true. I think we all owe Lita a serious apology. For... We do. Yeah. Man. Doesn't that make you go back and feel kind of queasy? It does, especially, like, because I've been going back on a lot of moments, especially this week with, like, everything that's happened, like, between Weinstein, Spacey, Louis C.K., all that. Like, it actually makes me, like, look at moments in wrestling and go, ooh, this makes me uncomfortable. It's very bad. Um, yeah, you know who, I have no idea. And the fact that Edge, Edge came out ahead in that situation, and Lita took all the blame. Edge... This it's it's what made him. Yeah, that's what did it. That's what made Edge's career. That's, that's what, what finally shot put him, him over to the top. What the fuck, dude? Isn't that fucked up? Let's take a moment of silence, just for how fucking bad wrestling used to be. Like, it still kind of is. He's a Hall of Famer right now. He is. He's he's very well could make the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame this year. Is a. Uh... Is Lita in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I think possibly. Can we can we check that? Um, go ahead. 
Give me something to talk about. Uh, so I mean, well, I don't know. As far as the rest of the Survivor series, um, Paige is possibly supposed to be returning. Uh, this is really bad for this horsewoman horsewoman oh, angle. Oh, yeah, yeah, Paige is back. Yeah, it's supposed to be ostensibly a rumor she's coming back. Kind of kind of hurts Bailey because it's like, oh, Bailey's totally starting to get ratcheted down. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I sense a heel turn coming. It's got to happen. The heel turn's coming. Um, I sense, well, Paige isn't part of the horsewoman, is she? No, but depending on how you're really counting... The whole, like, holy shit, they have good women workers in WWE started with Emma and Paige and NXT. Okay, who are the four horsewomen of WWE? They call it, they, they, it, that group, it was that second wave of NXT women. So right. it's, so it's the four that got called up at once. Well, three. Sasha, Charlotte, Sasha, Charlotte Bailey, and uh, Becky. Uh, Becky. But again. Okay, so... The tag match is the four on four with the four horsemen of, of MMA and then the four horsemen of WWE. Yeah. And then you have your women's main event match for the belt. At Wrestle- We're talking about WrestleMania speculation. Yes. Yeah. Which is Paige versus Natty. Natty. Maybe. Where do you put Carmella in all this? Or, well... Carmella swipes the belt from Paige and yeah, she wins it. Maybe. And that's when Paige the is on Raw, starts. so it's Carmella Paige. Carmella gets it off of Natty with the belt with, with the briefcase shenanigans and Paige wins it somehow. I don't know. Or who's well, women's wait, champion wait. right now? Oh, Alexa. Alexa. Alexa well, oh. Alexa versus Paige would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, I'm just bringing this up. This is just a possibility. Yeah. Paige versus Asuka. How about Paige versus Del Rio? Oh. <laughs> I mean, we've seen that one too many times. Yeah, that, that's, I'm sick of that matchup. Yeah. They, their fights aren't interesting anymore. That one's also, very I think, stale. Also, I think they broke up. Also, she got his name tattooed on him. So, Fuck. oh, well. What do you think, though? Because I think that's going to Sizzler. What? What's going okay. to what? Fucking <laughs> what? Uh, They're gonna go to the steakhouse. Yeah. They're gonna go to the Sizzler. Uh, Alexa versus Paige. Oh, and in a in a in a uh, beef house brawl is what you're saying. Yes. Um, might be interesting. I don't know. I'm not expecting a heel turn out of Bailey at Survivor Series. Who I'm expecting out a heel turn or healing? I think let's talk about Sammy, Sammy and Kevy. America's favorite new married couple. So they fucked up. And there was some. There was some kind of fuck up. Apparently, if you think about it, I don't think Vince is that mad at him because he let Kev headbutt him. They're putting time and effort into both of these dudes. There was some kind of miscommunication between those two and the producers, and something something got fucked up. Um, and they got sent home from the Euro tour. And then Meltzer, God bless him, was like, they could be back next week, in a month, or never. So it's like, cool, thanks, Dave. Which was like, it sounded he, ominous, but was actually just him. He has not. no information, so he's just covering his bases. Yeah. 
Which all that he really had to say was, I don't know, but he ended up making it sound as ominous as possible. Colin, you can ask that man what 2 plus 2 is, and he'll give you a a minute-long discussion about uh, Vern Gagne. Uh, well, I mean, Terenabal was I mean, made it's, uh, in, uh, yeah. in, 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 in the 60s. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. You just... Yeah, I, 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 um, <laughs> you know, it could be four. It could be, you I mean, know, Japan, it could be some, three plus I mean, one. you know, it's, it's just the mentality, you know, in Japan. Yeah, I mean, but, but four in Japanese is five, is a ten star match. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you should have seen 1986. Uh, there were only five people there, but it was the best match of all time between number four and number 12. You know, like ninety percent of Dave's best matches are in from Japan. I think it turns out Dave is a weeaboo. Dave is totally a weeaboo, and <laughs> he was so apparently. I think he fucked some of the girls in that all Japan girls dojo back in the in the Dave's in the nineties. Yellow 90s. fever. Dave's got yellow fever because he talks about all Japan and all that stuff back then being the hottest stuff, which. Do not get me wrong. They actually, like, women's, jo- like, Joshi at that time was actually legitimately selling out the Tokyo Dome. Like, that was the fucking time for it. But I think he was, you know, getting oh, some action. Oh, buddy. He's, he, he's been diddling some Japanese schoolgirls. <laughs> All right, we got to get Dave Meltzer. <laughs> he's the Japanese schoolgirl diddler. It's perfect. <laughs> and then Nakamura will stop him. So he can diddle him. <laughs> so he can diddle him. That'll be fighting. That's a double turn. That'll be perfect. <laughs> double turn of the year. And then I'll come out, and then I'll diddle him for fun. And then Roman Reigns. And then Roman Reigns comes out and, and Stormans wins. <laughs> Spear me, Roman. Spare me. <laughs> Ooh. I don't. Uh, does. <laughs> I don't know if everything should end in. Vince being un- unable to express his latent homoeroticism and his attraction to muscly oiled up dudes, but but, but he's I'm so ham fisted with it, it is funny to talk about. I'm not saying it's not okay no. to be attracted to oily That is totally men. fine. If that's what gets the gets the goo going in your jubes, then you do you. <laughs> it's just the fact you try to convince us they're good fake fighters, Vince. Yeah. And they aren't always. They uh, almost always are not. Except Lex Luger. He was the greatest. Don't you talk shit about Lex. Luger. Ultimate Warrior. Hogan. Kurgan. Cena. Sid Vicious. Ooh, this just keeps going. I could keep going. On to ones who just weren't ever good. Um, But is there anything else about Survivor Series? Jinder Mahal. About the lead up to Survivor Series. Okay. I'm excited. I legitimately am. I mean, this turned it around. With with the several card changes, it kind of turned around from a bad pay-per-view to an interesting pay-per-view. I am hopeful about this one. Although, the Brock Lesnar-AJ Styles match is going to be a letdown. I feel like... Yeah, because the last AJ Styles dream match was not good. Or it was fine, but... Balor? Yeah. That was a good match. It would have been a good match in another year. Colin, this is the worst year to have 
pretty okay to good matches. I mean, Kenny Omega has done, what, three six-star matches this year? Like, what? Okay, so you need to... You, I can't not judge on a curve here, my man. You need to pretend that those matches don't exist. It still it still didn't get me. It was still not that I have seen I've literally seen those guys deliver kick-ass matches with other people much better than that. And then those two come yeah, together. But okay, have those guys well I was I, actually I'm already wrong. Cuz okay, question, has Balor delivered a better match in WWE? WWE or NXT? Main card WWE. Uh, probably not. Has he? Would we say he has? I can't think of anyone. I'll tell you. Well, even... Seth Rollins was pretty good before he got his shoulder done fucked. Well, I'll tell you, people say that that's a terrible match because it's it's actually very frustrating because Rollins and, and Balor actually put on a really fucking good clinic. Yeah. But the crowd was so obsessed with booing that belt. Oh, that's right. Cause that, that was the, the night that they, ugly. Oh, yeah. that was the night that they revealed that. It's yeah. a very ugly belt. So they were so obsessed with, you know, how ugly the belt was. <laughs> that they kept booing the belt. And so booing the abstract idea of the design of the title belt. Yes. And so, like, Balor and Rollins are both like, what the fuck, guys? We're, like, wrestling our asses off and getting injured for you. And you're over here just bitching about the design of a belt? Fuck all of you. You know? <laughs> Actually, Rollins tweeted that after the match and said, like, I'm fucking disappointed. Yeah. Over how we wrestled our asses off and you guys are worried about a shitty belt. I'm just, well, okay. On the one hand, 100% agree. It. On the other hand... That the, was an ugly belt. The WCW belt that they had forever was goddamn gorgeous. Which one? The one that became the World Heavyweight? Yes. Just the big old gold plate? That one was gorgeous. Yeah, it's very pretty. I just... Listen. This is, this is where... This is where they don't... They have to keep in mind that this is 2017. You have nerds watching now. Okay, people will sweat the details about belt design and how people are being presented and, like, stories you're writing, and they will fucking obsess over the product in ways that you don't think they should, but they're going to, so you have to account for it. Also, that was an ugly belt to start with. Just a big old logo. So, Balor hasn't wrestled a good match, except for this one. I mean, this was a he's, fine had, match. he's had fine matches. This, this was, was a, a fine match in the main card of WWE that he, uh, you know, that he had the crowd behind him for. It was fine. Styles has put on plenty of good matches on the main card. But. Styles has, I think Styles has had more time working, like TNA type stuff, to like, he's had more main event level US style stuff. Even TNA is sort of indie-ish more than... TNA was yeah, more I mean, indie, but... Styles even put on a great match with Dean Ambrose. Yeah, so for the people involved in the stuff I've seen them do, I was let down. I'm not gonna give it an objective, good or bad, because it was a 
fine no, match. My but I, question, I was let down. Because they're trying to hype that as a match of the year candidate. Um, you know, if you're in your in a WWE bubble, it absolutely is. Does it? Because Royal Rumble 7, 2017 was a was a Cena Cena Styles. Styles yeah. yeah, that's where Cena got a. And that's probably match of the year. Was that the one, or was their second one better? Those boys, they had some good chemistry. I just can't remember if it if that I don't was know. their second one. I thought it was their third one. They had a third one. No, 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 no. Because there was the one that Styles won the belt from Cena. Yes. Last summer. That was. Yes. I think one of those. Mind. I'd have to go back and watch them now. But I think one that of those. Was, that was SummerSlam, wasn't it? I think it was SummerSlam. That was SummerSlam. Because it was No Mercy. They were doing the three ways with him, Cena, and Ambrose. Yes. Yeah. And then Royal Rumble was Cena was Cena Styles three. I believe that's right. And that's when somewhere Cena in won their the belt and tied Ric Flair. Yeah, and then he lost it to who? Bray Wyatt in the elimination. That's chamber. what it was. It was Bray Wyatt. Then it was yes, and then Randy he lost Orton. it to Wyatt in the elimination chamber. Yep. Which so that would have happened in was elimination is elimination chamber that late in the year. Yeah, it is because it's like one of the WWE fiscal year or whatever. No, just it's like in February or March, right? I believe March. Okay, right because because they were feuding because he because 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 Wyatt, sorry Wyatt, Wyatt and Orton were at WrestleMania, and that was for the WWE title, right? Or was that off somebody at that point? I forget this year. You know, I remember from this year's WrestleMania. What? AJ had an okay match with Shane, but should have had a better opponent. And then also Owens Jericho was the best thing on that card. I disagree. The best what? thing on that card was Roman. Get out! Versus- <laughs> Get out! I knew it was coming. I'd have excused it if you said Lesnar Goldberg. That was great. That was a lot of fun. That was. Do not get awesome. me wrong. That was fun. And I that was only just hope five minutes of. And I only hope Lesnar decides to have as fun a match with AJ as he did with Goldberg. Because I'm not convinced he is. I'm afraid Lesnar's going to go Ambrose on this and not let him fucking do anything and have a bad... And I had to watch that match in person. That was at the mania I went to. That was a fucking letdown. Uh, I think maybe it'll be better. I don't know if Lesnar... Because I think that it would even be kind of funny just to see Lesnar ragdoll Styles. Of course. That would be fun. Just don't suplex him for seven minutes straight and then pin him like he did with Strowman, like he did with Joe, like he would have done with Balor, but he barely managed to avoid that mess. Ugh, man. Oh, fucking man. So, I want to take a brief break. Yeah. And then we're going to come back, and then I want to talk some UFC 217. I also want to briefly talk some uh, doping. All right. Because I just watched Icarus, and whoa, I got to talk about that for a second. Anyway. All right, all right, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. We're back with Egos and Nosebleeds. So, um, have you seen uh, Eleven's Bakeover? 
Oh, you will not believe. She's British. <sighs> Whoa. Hey, did everyone ever think it was funny that the kid's name is Wolfhard? Ooh. All right. Anyone talking. ever think that it's weird that that one kid's name is Gayton? Um. All right. So we're talking about uh, UFC. UFC two seventeen. UFC two one seven. We watched that. It happened. Um, on Stranger Things that they fought in a cage at a MMA event because that's oh let me take that again UFC there's some strange things happening did you see when GSP beat the Demogorgon have you watched all of this season yet season 2 of Stranger Things yeah yes so, is it the Mind Flayer? Is that what the monster's called? Yes. Okay, alright. Because I'm just trying to, like, get D&D names for these monsters. So, it's a Mind Flayer. And Demogorgons, I think, are back. So, okay. Actually, in Season 2, they're Demodogs. Demo, de, dem, Doug Demodog <laughs> at the Stranger yeah. Things Demodale. Uh, the Demodome. Doug Demodome, owner of the Demodale Demodome. So, yeah, they're Demodogs. They're Demodogs. Okay. Because they yeah. walk on four legs. Yeah, the, the the thing that Will coughs up in the, the sink is a demodog. Oh, shit. That actually follows. Th- they follow on that. Yeah. Awesome. That's sick. That's super cool. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, but yeah, GSP punched out a demogorgon. Yeah. G- GSP choked out the demogorgon, Michael Bisping. <laughs> Man, it's weird with all that, like, his weird flower face. You think he could have reversed it, but no, he just, just couldn't. Man, he no, just caught just, him. Just, just caught him. Straight up caught him. I mean, you know, Demogorgon had a puncher's chance, but yeah, it's just... You know, GSP is one of the greats. One of the, the greats. UFC 17 was, like, it's it's so funny because uh, cause so many people were predicting, like, man, this is going to be one of those pay-per-views where all these fights are going to go the distance. No. And nah. none of nah, them this ain't, No. No. That pay-per-view ran so fucking short. No. Um, because what was it? It was... Oh, God. I can't remember any other names. Okay. Uh, Ioana Yezrik. Uh, yeah, that's the only... That's Weirdly enough, they're the only ones I remember. Ioana Yezrik. Versus Rose Thug. Uh, Nama Nama Yunez. Which, God, God bless Rose. She's just... Reminds me of, like, so many... Poor white trash girls that I went to school with in my poor yes. white trash schools. You know what I mean? And it's why she's going to be a superstar. And I think that's why she's resonating. Yep. Because it's like... Because hey, all these white trash people are watching, going, Hell yeah, it's the Nama Yunus. Salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. Um, Yeah, and I mean, that was... 
it's kind of funny. I like the idea of watching them. I guess sort of a shot in Friday, kind of out of watching them, like that they fucked up Rousey. Like everyone they try to make instead gets fucked up because it was like, you want to get Desert School undefeated, blah blah blah, and then, well, and she was, was just like, she was building a fucking uh, complex too because, uh, you know, she started doing that whole, I'm the boogie woman. I think UFC gives people complexes. I mean that that's what they're trying to do. They're I trying see. to like market it like that. Yeah, and, and she just punched her so hard she tapped out. And you don't see that. You don't see not. You don't see tap outs to fists that often. Not often. I mean, it's. it's I know it's incredibly possible, but it was just. It was very interesting. Yeah, and, and a uh, stunning, cool little fight. Yeah, she fucking tapped to fists, um, and then uh. Yeah, th- that's not how anybody predicted that fight would. <laughs> nope. Because everybody thought like if Rose were to win, it, it would, would be, be a mat thing by submission. Yeah. Nope. I mean, well. Technically, it was. She did quit, but... I mean, but it was... Yeah, not it That was, fight was been. about to get stopped anyway, because she yeah. wasn't intelligently defending nah, herself. Nah. She turtle-shelled. That was fascinating to watch. Um, And was, uh, there was also a Garbrandt Dillashaw for yeah, the bantamweight. Garbrandt. That was a fucking... That was something. That man. was interesting because Garbrandt clocked him at the end of the first yeah. round and knocked him down. Then Dillashaw just got back up like it was nothing and then knocked him the fuck out the next round. Well, but, again, if they did not have that break, I feel like Garbrandt maybe had 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 him packing, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I really think the character of that fight changes depending on... Saved by the bell. Yeah. Those so, are two guys... I mean, it's why everybody thought that, that fight was going to go the distance because these they were guys super are fucking close. equal. Yeah, they are very close. Yeah. I mean, Dillashaw was almost done for. Um, why do they hate each other? I don't know what happened there, but they fucking... I mean, you, you saw after the fight, too. Um, yeah. Maybe our stream is kind of fucking up then, but, like, Dillashaw got in his fucking face like he is just waking up from being knocked out and yeah. he's just in his face just screaming at him yeah you know yeah I don't know I mean they're it's weird it's real something but it's weird too that they still had like the quote unquote sportsmanship for uh, them to like shake hands after like he wakes up too yeah. what do you do it's weird Precisely. but yeah um yeah also, a fucking. This is the most exciting UFC pay per view I've seen in quite a while, and a lot of these because a lot of these fights went completely sideways. What you thought? Uh, what was it besides GSP? What was the other, the other big one? Um. Well, those were the those were the three, I believe, weren't they? I thought there was one between Garbrandt and Dillashawn. Maybe not. I'm probably transposing. Because well, that was for the middleweight. I'm probably transposing these all out of order. Yeah, I, I think you're thinking of something. Because, I mean, all the belt matches. Yeah, were those were, three, I guess. Were those three? Were strawweight, bantamweight, and then middleweight. Oh, okay. Oh, that was one of the prelims. I don't know. Whatever. Point is, you want to talk about the main event? Well, um. Okay, so. Main event. It's so weird because it had a lot of surprises and no surprises at the same time. Yeah. Like, it's how anybody would suspect that match to go. Mm-hmm. If only because Bisping is... The, the only surprises to me, the only true surprises were 
Bisping didn't retire on that, and everybody thought that that was going to be his last match. Yeah. Um, but why go out on a loss? Oh, he'll probably go out on a loss. Um, I mean, most of them do. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, why this loss? I mean, losing to GSP ain't a, ain't a bad way to end it. I suppose. You know, you're you're losing to the GOAT, basically. Yeah, well, the four years gone GOAT, well, you've been actually keeping at it. I mean, the two GOATs of UFC, it's GSP... Daniel Bryan. <laughs> okay. It's GSP and then uh, Mighty Mouse. Yeah. And, like... Famous video game streamer, Demetrius Mighty Mouse... Well, I'm like, Johnson. Woodley, maybe we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, I you yeah, you can see Bisping have done turned it in by then at that point, but yeah, he's still good for a couple more. Um, What do we think about GSP returning? Because, like, I'm not going to act like I was super well informed of... My, my UFC history is kind of spotty. Like, I kind of know... The early years, and then part of like the late '90s and the mid aughts, or sorry, into the early aughts, sort of, and then I kind of start picking back up in parts of the big return boom. So I've missed a lot of GSP doing his thing. So GSP, Georges Saint Pierre. I mean, he wasn't fighting like he, uh, you know, like like he used to because he was. Ooh, he was heavy and he was slow. That dude um, looks super muscle. That, that was like tank. He's like a little tank up there, and a, a, he looked a little heavy well, for his it's frame. Awkward because Bisping and uh, GSP were both moving slow and were both stiff. Neither of them had like a really smooth movement to them. So it was actually a perfect fight. I mean, it's I think it's why GSP chose to return and like. You know, thought, oh, hey, I mean, if I'm fighting at 180, you know, they were going to make it Woodley. And they were saying that it was the excuse of the Thompson fight with Woodley. Yeah. That that's why Dana booked it like this. And yeah. I don't think that's true. I think that it was Dana went, what about Woodley to GSP? And then he goes, I'm going to lose that. <laughs> yeah. No, I I'm would... going to lose against Woodley. You gotta you gotta start me any easier. And he goes, "What about Bisping? He's slow and old now." <laughs> and he goes, well, "Yeah, I, I could I could fight at one eighty. No, that's a, I I'm sure that's absolutely part of the discussion because mm. GSP. I mean, we say this, um, and we're okay. So let, let's talk a little bit about UFC star power. I feel like we constantly talk about it, but it 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 continues to be an ever present problem for them. As far as who are their marquee people, you know, we we have we have McGregor, Mayweather, f pretty well in the rearview mirror, but McGregor has not come back. Actually, we saw McGregor return to a Bellator ring before we did UFC. Let's be honest. Well, and that was picking fights with refs. Yeah, that was awful. Um, but we've seen McGregor not come back to fight yet. Um, God, what's his name? Bones, pretty clearly. Uh, doped, doped out. The yeah, I mean, Bones is gonna be out for at least. Let, let's see if there's any breaking news on that. But the the problem with Bones is that 
if if he's not gonna be outright released, yeah, he's then, he's like throttled down the card at this point. I mean, yeah, I, he'll come back in four years, and who knows if he's gonna be well the same. Um, by the way, have you heard about um? Hmm? Have you have you heard about the the two uh the two pieces of news with John Jones actually? Because I just remembered. Hmm. One, there's a crazy theory about what happened. Okay. What um, happened? So, their crazy theory that they may or may not be able to prove here is that John Jones' birthday was like two weeks before that fight. He got fucked up on, on Molly's, and then that... They, 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 think, they think it might have been like Molly or like the Coke... He was doing on he his got birthday. Somebody fucking laced it with steroid. They gave him steroid Molly. It's often possible. I mean, it's actually kind of a common thing that like sometimes when you do cocaine, uh, there's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of anabolic steroids. There's a there. little bit of '60s era Soviet steroids. It's, I mean, sometimes it can raise the chemical compounds that flag you for that. In but like, we'll. Yeah, but we'll talk about Icarus in a minute. Yeah, but um, they like basically the theory is it's very possible that if he did a bump or two of cocaine on his birthday, yeah. Well, so this is the pro. This still goes back to the problem that still that is just a different drug you're not supposed to be doing. Also, that still has steroids on your system. But that. That could make the difference of a one-year suspension or a four- to six-year suspension. I feel like half of what we talk about with UFC is what if John, what, what, what if John Jones didn't do the steroids? And, uh, yes. I mean, that, that that is actually most of what we talk about with UFC is what if John Jones is back? Because there's no other fucking guy. Stipe Miocic. And that's, this, is my, this is what I was getting to. Like, Connor's not going to be stupid. Connor's playing hardball with him. Rousey's in wrestling. Fucking uh, Jones is on drugs. Steep A, no one gives a fuck about. Um, and everyone else is still kind of in, like... They're building people. A grow mode, right? So they have to get GSP out of mothballs here. We have to hope. I mean, th- this is what we have to hope for. Is that Francis Ngano is going to knock out Overeem. Because we need a new, we need somebody. We better who, hope, because he's not Uberim. He's he's still serious, but he's not Uberim. He's yeah. not he's not gassed. He's not on that Bane juice. You know. You have to quit calling it that. <laughs> Why? Because it's not it's not good. It's not clever. It's not. Yeah, Uberim is not Uberim is no more. But he's still a name, and Nagano can make his name by beating Uberim. He can still kick the. Fuck out you too. Also, have we heard that? What do we think about CM Punk at some point? Because that guy, you know, for being completely untested, did manage to move the needle on that mat on that card. Um, do we think? Do we think Punk does anything at some point? Do we think Lesnar comes back? Well, like so Punk is supposed to be on the card for uh for next month, isn't December, he? December, yeah. That's the rumor. So he might be on the card. We got Francis Ngano on the card. Uh, who's the main event for that one? No, oh, I can't remember, dude. 
I'll do. I mean, I can. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, fuck. Um. Hold on. It's the featherweight, so it's it's Max versus uh, Chad Mendez. No, Holloway and Aldo. Oh, Aldo too. Holloway, Aldo, Dos. Max, Max, Max Holloway and Jose Aldo too. I thought it was gonna be Chad Mendez. No, I'm I'm looking at it. Aldo too. Well, that makes sense. And oh man, that is a uh, that's a serious fucking fight, man. Yep. So I mean, how do we do we? Is this is this good? That GS. So they 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 gave GSP because he's a name. They gave him a softball win to make him a title thing and give him some emphasis. You really think Woodley would have cleaned him? Cleaned him out? Yes. Because Woodley has cleaned out that entire division right now. Like, you better be on your shit if you're a welterweight right now. It's why there's no room for CM Punk unless he changes weight class. If CM Punk moved into... I mean, it was ballsy as shit for him to be a welterweight. Um, What is... CM Punk? Yeah. Because, I mean, everybody in the welterweight right now... Is... Is like is. a fucking insane like fight god. Even all of them, I wouldn't <laughs> fight their battle masters to I a man. I wouldn't fuck with any of those dudes in a second. Yeah, but he was fighting a nobody and still got his shit pushed in pretty easily. Because Mickey Gall is also pretty fucking. Mickey Gall's supposed to be on the card for next month. Gall was on the card for this month. Oh, he was on the card for two seventeen. How'd he do? <laughs> well, he's do he's doing fine. He's doing fine. Hold well, on, no, look, look, look it up. Let's see how he did, bro. I'm trying. This is hard to do with one hand while I'm trying to talk and being an engaging. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. They, Live radio. They accept our abuse. They <laughs> Gall fought at UFC two seventeen at welterweight against Randy Brown. Did he win? And no, he lost in the unanimous decision. Damn! 29, 28, 29, 28, 29, 27. Oh, he didn't do so hot. Notable wins over Sage Northcutt and former WWE superstar CM Punk. Yeah. Oof. So. Yep. So Mickey Gall. Um, I mean, th- th- that's the problem is that there's no. It's a stack. Room. It's the stack division, and GSP was smart to yeah. avoid it, and they were like, smart to let him avoid it. Like, that's what happens when a white belt fights a brown belt. Like he's, Mickey Gall isn't even a black belt. Nah, he's a white belt. Yeah. Does just um does um does GSP? How long does GSP stay at this weight? Um, there's rumors. I mean, there there's a few theories, right? So, uh, for, okay, GSP can't, he can't go, uh, down without, like, without losing the belt, basically. Yeah. So, they want him to fight Whitaker when Whitaker's back. Okay. But the issue is that might not be for a little while. Because I believe Whitaker 
has a uh, tear in his shoulder. Oh. So we have to wait and see whether or not he's going to get the surgery that Cain Velasquez got because it's the same injury. And Velasquez was out for a handful of months. Mm-hmm. So GSP didn't get hurt enough in this fight. Like, he, he could bounce back and fight by March. Yeah. But there's nobody really for him to fight right now unless he's going to unless he's going to move back down. Like if he stays at 180, there's not really anybody for him to go up against. He could go back to welterweight, but who boy, he better be he better be on a shit. Yeah, cuz he's just going to get his ass beat in. No, I mean, But it's it's it's, it's kind of frustrating because there's going to be a lot of like people want that GSP McGregor fight like people are real thirsty for that so it's just a freak show it's just every big name let's just make them fight each other damn the logistics right how far apart in weight are they okay so McGregor fought Nate Diaz at 170 but it was a it ended up being a catch weight because McGregor's a light dude he's a skinny dude that's so, what I'm because I mean I understand he's around that, 145 yeah but he fought Nate Diaz at he was 165 and Nate Diaz was 170 and they could make a catchweight fight I could see GSP fighting McGregor at 160 because McGregor had or sorry GSP had to fight at what 175 this fight this for what seven UFC 17 217 yeah 217 for 217, GSP fought Bisping at 180. 180. Okay, so he's 20 pounds up, basically, yeah. where he could, yeah. Well, he's, okay, GSP fought his entire career at 170. Yeah, so. And that's pretty much his sweet spot. Yeah. But if he, people kind of theorized that he was going to go down weight classes. Yeah. They didn't think that he was going to move up. They thought that he was going to lose a little bit of weight and then start fighting himself some, uh, you know, start getting into that, like, not not the welter, but, like, down into, like, the featherweights and down into... I thought the, he'd start diddling some kids. I thought he'd start diddling. Start diddling some of them small, thin ones. <laughs> Oi, George, you want to diddle me? <laughs> Oh, you want them me? Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck GSP! Fuck me, what are fucking GSP? Fuck diddling. <laughs> fuck Dana White. I I want me company. Fuck fuck Dana White. This is now. <laughs> this is now UFMG. The Ultimate <laughs> Fight McGregor. <laughs> UFCM. <laughs> Ultimate Fight Conor McGregor. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> Fuck them! Um, ultimate fork. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Ultimate fork championships. <laughs> fork Mayweather. Um, so it was a good card. And GSP impressed for an old man who's coming back and super rusty. Yeah. Although he got the fuck beat out of him, he almost did not 
fucking win. <laughs> I mean, they they said it in this corner Bisping too. They were like, had him fucked. This being <laughs> fucking hits hard. He hits like a Mack truck. For for how fucking because I don't know. Bisping doesn't look so good. Like he used to look real good. He's a very handsome boy. Yeah, he was. It was. He was weirdly like. Um, I don't know. Is soft, you know. Yeah. I mean, for thirty-eight-year-old dude looked like. I mean, he just you know whatever. Maybe they told. Did they tell him to take it easy? Yeah, get off the roids. Hey, oh, so hey. by the way, that fucking Icarus movie. Ugh. On Netflix, okay. Ugh. So you you missed the first part because you went on watching the last part with me, but like I saw the good part. That's fine. I mean, the the fun part is figuring out that uh, what what's his face the 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 Rusada director like. He uh he loves dogs, <laughs> which is why they showed that that sequence at the end of him running. Didn't we make this entire? Didn't we make an entire joke out of this when it ended up happening in this? Because I think I think we decided that John Jones, this Russian steroid coach, was yes. like, I don't know. Oh, he well, was an aspiring stand-up comedian, is what it was. That's that's actually uh the reality. I've that's come actually kind of what happened after watching Icarus. It's like okay because it's. This guy's like, uh, so I'm gonna do this, uh, this uh, tour to France, this amateur tour to France thing, uh, but I want to do it while doping, so I'm gonna get myself a Russian steroid coach. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I go to? Oh, let's go to the man at the top, the guy who's a let's go to of... the anti-doping guy. Yeah, let's the and Russian... make him my steroid let's coach. Talk to the the Russian deputy for anti-doping. And he just guided him on through it. Yeah, Rodchenkov's like, okay, do this, this, this. Free some of your piss. Yep. Freeze your piss. You know, get we got blood samples. We got shit. I'm going to fly in from Moscow. We're going to switch some of this shit out for you, buddy. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> Done. And that was cool and great. And then it was like, oh. oh and, man. And, then that, and then that thing turned into a political thriller. <laughs> There's something weird about how oddly appealing, though. And, and also the case that they... The problem was is that they made two cases there because it's holy shit Russian, you know, Russia's a bunch of cheaters. But at the same Which time, we always knew. But at the same time, also, uh, steroids aren't that big of a fucking deal. Like they are, but they aren't. Okay, now like, you you do sound like a libertarian when you talk like this. I hope you know. Yeah, but the okay, most athletes will tell you they'd rather die at thirty five having achieved everything they want to achieve. You know, then live to be an old man and not. Well, then they can kill themselves. <laughs> yeah. Go so, jump in front of a fucking train. So, Actually, we should have a stronger ex cultural acceptance of assisted suicide programs. But so what I'm saying is uh, let's just let them do roids. No. Why not? No. Because. Roids don't actually do that much. I mean, they change like your whole. Uh, testosterone level to make you... Oh, they but, just completely f but, uh, fuck up your entire physical system. But, but they make you basically have your best athletic day. Okay, but... Every but, day. But listen, all of those athletes come together, if it's ostensibly, if it's supposed to be the illusion of a fair competition, all of those athletes come into the locker room with the implicit understanding, an implicit agreement, and actually probably sign on the dotted line explicit agreement in their contracts... We are all going to come at this at a level playing field. So if they're all doing dope you to can't make that dope playing field the same. level. Who's going to pay for all the drugs then? UFC? 
<laughs> Probably. They won't pay their people straight up. They won't they, they won't even give them normal money. Oh my god. Much less drug money. If UFC got rid of Usada and they had like Oh man, Brock Lesnar being oh, man. champ. Oh man, if they just let everyone get on the Bane juice. Yeah, let everybody get on that Bane juice and have themselves a super roid division. The super heavy roid weight division. Vince McMahon would <laughs> sign up. Vince McMahon. I've been practicing all my life. <laughs> Triple H. Braun Strowman. All those guys just immediately in there. I just want to see Braun Strowman give someone a shoot power slam. But... Brock Lesnar would be fucking because God, what does Brock Lesnar weigh right now? Like three hundred, <laughs> a thousand pounds. He's as dense as the dying star. God, Lesnar probably weighs like because I I think that what they bill him at is what two eighty two or some shit. I don't That's know. Ridiculous. <laughs> you think of that like in solid muscle. <sighs> so it was a good look at how people get around modern doping things around the modern anti-doping systems yeah. and then the guy turns states uh states evidence against russia yeah we after get into Sochi. that shit oh well, and i mean it gets wild man like fucking yeah drilling holes in the walls and fucking switching out vials yeah like who boy i mean everybody's was, in on i it. mean it was clever but it was also not really clever at the same time because it was just like i was sort of surprised Cause like I, how crude it is. Yeah. Cause it was, well, it's really just that, Oh, we're having it in Russia so we can cheat. We, we as can, much yeah, as we the, fucking want. That's the thing. We, it's really easy for us to cheat. And it was like, drill a hole in the wall, fake power outlet. Oh, and we can open these bottles. And that's, that's really about it. That's not, that's not the most advanced trade craft I've ever seen in my life. That's not the most advanced trade craft we've ever seen the Russians do. It really isn't. So no. that's why it's like, oh, but I mean, like, it is the Olympics, so it's not actually that big of a fucking deal. But it, but yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's not really. But it's big enough deal for Vladimir Putin to try to kill some motherfuckers. No, his ego is small enough. Yes. That it's a big enough deal. But it's not really that big of a deal. But no, it was really, it was really crazy to yeah. see it go, like, turn fucking into that. Fucking wild. Yeah, I had shit, shit got nuts. So, um... Good job. Go us. We guessed the plot of Icarus before it came out. Well, I mean, it it, it, it was already out by the time we were joking was about it. Was it? I think it was. Well, okay. But. Okay, listen, that movie came out before we Sunday. saw it. Well. <laughs> That's a fairer. What are you counting as out? When it hit Netflix? When it hit U.S. distribution? Or when it hit Sundance? Uh, When it hit Netflix. Because that would have been... Hold on. I don't know, man, because I've heard Joe Rogan talk about this shit for a while. Okay, I don't know. I f- I feel like they came out about the same time, because I think we made the jokes about um yeah. John Jer- John Jones steroid coach in early August. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Jeff- <laughs> Let's talk about Jeff Jarrett for a second, Colin. Okay. He's just an alcoholic, and he's in- now he's in finally in WWE-sponsored rehab. And this is... Two seconds of Jeff Jarrett. Yeah! (laughs) Jeff Jarrett chat. And that's it. Moving on. (laughs) Um, We're really glad he's finding help, you know? He was was really scary there for a second. So so what happened with Emma? Oh, okay. So it's just this little kerfuffle. And it maybe... She's diddling people. She's (laughs) diddling. Maybe it speaks more... 
um, to the the particular makeup of the people on Reddit, and I'm talking about Reddit Squared Circle W R E D D I T. The uh, the news got out that Stardom, the Japanese Joshi Fed, does not is opted to not do business with Emma or Tennille Dashwood, I guess, because her demands were too much. Mm-hmm. She wants two thousand dollars a match and then creative control over her finishes. It actually sounds like that's basically just the deal Chris Jericho's gonna get on the indies right now. I don't think Jericho's gonna do much indies. Like I don't know, man. He may show up for with the new Japan deal, he may show up for a spot in Ring of Honor, but like that would still also be surprising. Dude, we gotta do the cruise of Jericho next year. Well here's the problem. Speaking of Jericho, we're gonna put a pin in Tennille Dashwood for a second. This is the beginning of this. Did you see this? Did you see his his? Is tweet? he diddling people? No, he's diddling people. No, Shit. what? Here's the. <laughs> why is it the diddling episode? <laughs> that's that's the title of this. Is the diddling episode? I liked egos and nosebleeds. But maybe it's just egos, nosebleeds, and diddling. Diddling. Um. <laughs> here's the thing. Jericho made a tweet where he's like, "Hey, sign up for the cruise of Jericho. Thirty-five percent of people are women, and it's like, first off, okay, Jericho, buddy." They're going to get diddled. Don't do that. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> 65% of this cruise is going to be a sausage fest. <sighs> I, that's kind of what I thought it would be. It's just going to be a sausage fest of dudes getting fucking ripped on a boat. Yeah, sounds fun. Okay, all right. And just a bunch of fat, wheezy dudes like us taking their shirts off and getting raged. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, all right. Yes. Listen, I want to watch Young Bucks kick people. I know what's on the tin. I have read the product description. Yes. I want to sign I've up. I've read it, and I'm like, okay, so I get a bunch of heavy metal wrestling and a lot of bad shit rep- ripped. Lots of bad heavy metal, lots of good wrestling, and a bunch of other fat dudes getting fucking wasted. It will probably I be am fun. so down. All right, might be fun. I would totally do it. You know, 80% of that, 35% of women are there with a, a spouse or a you know a loved one. Mm. So it's like Jericho trying to frame it as like there's going to be tail on this cruise and it's like no, there's not going to be single. There's how barely going to be single ladies yeah, on this cruise. No. How much uh how, how much are tickets for the fucking cruise? I don't know. Year? It's a big cruise. It's going to be a lot of money. It's going to be a lot of money cuz you got to get to Florida to fly out pay for the cruise. Mm, not necessarily that bad. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Anyways, <laughs> Speaking of a lot of money, we're going to talk about Emma here. She's asking $2,000 a match, and she wants creative control. And a lot of people are like, what the fuck are you doing? Get out of here. No, fuck it. And here's my thing. So, like, I think there's a line in debating a company's business practices. Um, And help me figure this out. I love making fun of WWE for writing... Roman reigns to the ends of the earth until that company collapses. But is it really our business who the what they're paying Emma or will or will not pay Emma in stardom when I guarantee most of the people who are watching complaining about this company do not watch it? Because I know everyone is now suddenly aware of Japanese wrestling, but that doesn't mean you're actually watching Joshi. Like we have no. we have subscriber numbers for New Japan World and it is a fraction of the WWE network. Right, but you're, uh, you know, the, the, the thing is, is that like, it's only going to grow. 
Yeah. And New Japan, U.S. Oh, don't get me started. I'm so excited. That's Strong style different. evolved, baby. That's going to be different because that's just going to be the elite show, you know? Yeah, it's basically going to be the elite show. Here's my other thing. Here's my other thing. For as much as people get mad at companies and their business practices and what they do, people really are, like, shitty about talent going out on their own. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I'm not even completely immune to this. It's a cultural thing. I'll tell you. Okay. Like, I'm about to deal with, like, a weird, like, there was kind of a weird tone that people got with me the other day. Huh. So, I'm, uh... I'm I'm like hesitating on whether or not this is a good idea to talk about, but you know what? I'll I'll still fucking talk about. It. Why not? Obfuscate it. Well, no, there's an issue right now. I'm non-union, like and there's most been an, of America. Yeah, and there's an issue with uh, parking spaces for the theater that I'm performing at. It's it it has nothing to do with the company that I'm working for. It has to do with the space that we're in. Um. They're not providing parking for us. So, okay. but because of the company that I'm working for, I have kind of just straight up told them like, Hey, if I'm going to do this, uh, then I, and I'm paying for parking, then I'm just going to send y'all receipts and I expect to be reimbursed. Yeah. Um, Cause that's a, that's a trivial cost. Right. And I got an answer back that was like, good luck with that. Um, and I'm like, I, I I don't think you understand. Like, I'm doing this a service being here. So, are you? If, are you I'm not paying to be here. You're paying me to be here. Yeah. And talent always fucking comes first here. It's like, but there's this weird cultural thing where it's like suddenly I'm, I mean it's fucked up what we do right because, uh. And, and and I guess that we can kind of make this the, you know, the, the denouement of all this, too. Like, yeah. So, uh, there, there's this uh, cultural thing that we do where we talk about actors being divas. Yeah. Uh, like, performers and talent being divas. Yeah. You know, the whole, oh, I want green M&Ms in my dressing room. You, yeah. you know where that came from? Huh. That, you know, because... The specific, they, yeah, that... Yeah. They, they said that specific thing was actually... The reason why that that talent puts that request in there, so these PC people are reading their writers, precisely, so that so that they know that the place that they're working for is it's actually, actually worth a shit. going to cater to their needs. Yeah, and is actually going to so it's actually them feeling out the space and going. So are yeah. you actually reading this shit? Yeah. Um, but the owners of these businesses are going, well, I mean, we don't deal with people who are hard to, or yeah. making it difficult for us. It's like, fuck you. Fuck you. No, exactly. Here's the thing. We work in different creative, but we work, we both work in creative fields in kind of different mm. capacities. But like, I work in one, whatever, advertising, fuck it. It's not, I have to, I work in a thing where I have to put forth ideas and get critiqued and whatever. And we have to, like collaboratively workshop ideas and sorts of things you know what I mean and it's like uh, I mean I could go freelance or I can work for a place whatever but I have to know my value like you as an as a creative endeavor as someone performing a service you have to understand your own value and demand it because businesses will not pay it if you will let them like, and 
And yeah. we are weirdly anti-union and anti-labor in this country, and you always fucking support labor. I don't and give a fuck. Need that, and I'm. I I really hope that one day, uh, wrestlers unionize. You know. Well, we have Hogan to thank for it not happening because it almost happened, and then Hogan fucked it up. It still could happen. You know, I feel like if CM Punk were still in wrestling, it could happen. Maybe. It's but he some, just got out because he was like, oh, this is some bullshit in the culture behind it. But, I mean, again, it's people reinforcing this negative culture, yep. this anti-labor, anti Yeah, this anti-labor. Yeah, anti, anti, yeah, anti um, so, Emma's asking $2,000. And she, she has Cody's agent, is I think is what it's I don't think it has to do with the price. I think it has to do with creative control. Yeah, that, that, you're, that makes it hard to write stories. We don't, we, we know, we're not bringing you onto the creative team. We mm. need you... So it's one thing if you're, it's one thing if you're fucking Chris Jericho, you know, where it's like you'll you, draw, you'll draw, and you also have been in this business long enough that you know how to. I mean, she's kind of still new in the business. Well, no, I mean, she's she's been around for enough, you know. What I I don't know explicitly how many years, probably the better a decade, I'm sure at least, because she's. I think she's in her late twenties, so she's been around for a it's good just, while. You can't do like the, I mean, because Kurt Angle made the joke to, you know, he said that when he first talked to Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon laughed him off because he said, "Hey, I'll do it, but I want a million dollars and I want to never lose," you know? Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, and I don't know if she, I don't think it's a never lose sort of thing. I'm, I don't know. It's just, but that's what people infer from saying. I want, and I think it's control. just. I want to be. Able, I want to look good. I just want to be assured that I'm not going to get fucking run through the dirt. Which she kind of got run through the dirt, and that's the thing. You got to have some kind of owner. Like she wants that protection. Well, that's the thing. Being in a creative industry, you have to. There's a certain amount of. Oh, you're difficult to work with. Is is there's a line between. There's. You you have to have some ownership. You know over what difficult to work with is. It's not. It's not asking. It's not demanding what you're worth. Difficult to work with is diddling. Is fucking, you know, being a piece of shit to other yeah, people. Yeah, other people. You know, other, you know, making an unsafe yeah. environment. That is being difficult to work with. Not taking direction. Not doing your job. Asking for whatever. Asking for an amount of money. Could be big or large, depending on relevant what it is. But asking for what you feel your services are worth and assurances that you will not be mistreated, that's not hard to work with. That's just mm-hmm. bad for the bottom line, and that's right. all it is to it. That's bad that's for the, bottom the company's line, bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Stone Cold, Stone Cold boardroom murderer, Steve Austin. So corporate headhunter. That, that's what we got. This has been a fight forever. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. Uh, thank you so much for listening on our return. This lovely little pod fade vacation we're doing. It'll probably happen again. We're working on to try to regulate these sorts of things. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get out of my show next week and then we'll do a Survivor Series episode. Yeah, we'll do. We're going, we're actually doing a watch party. So that will be very exciting. I'm I'm excited. It it will be me, him and dogs. (laughs) Me, him. Well, no, but the other one, the one with, you know. At uh, Haley's, Justin Haley's place. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. 
However, if it were just you, me, and the dogs, I might actually kill myself. But there's going to be beer and dip at this place, so I'll probably be okay for the night. Yeah. Um, be okay. But if you if you like what we're doing, share us. We're on Facebook. Not that we've updated in a while. We're on Twitter. I did retweet a, a Gene Snitsky 10 years ago today, a gif. But, you know, we'll get back on that soon. Maybe we're on Instagram. We need to get back on that. We're on SoundCloud, though. Like, share, comment, and subscribe. Share us. Tell a friend. Um, this has been Fight Forever. Uh, all the music we've done uh, has been brought to you by Mo Goodley. And uh, the theme swelling like under my voice right this now. Is by the Duffer Brothers. It's by, it's by uh, Ryder Johnson. Ryder Johnson. This has been uh, Ego and Nosebleeds in Diddling. And Fight Forever, here's the music. <laughs>